1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y whales, wherever in the world you are today. Uh, so, so right now, as we're getting ready to record, uh, we have a really amazing NFT project that we're that I'm going to talk about. And again, I, I think it's beyond NFTs. It's a lot of art uh, and, and a lot of subjects that I really love and adore, but I know so little about. And so we're, we're really lucky to have Zayn up here with us today. Uh, to give a point of reference, uh, Bitcoin has, has come back from its low of about 18,000 uh, over the summer. And it's sitting there right now, kind of climbing up to about 23,000. Um, so certainly we're seeing a little bit of recovery in, in kind of the, the blockchain space, um, but but a lot of work to go uh, prior to the end of the year closing out uh, to... Put us in the positives. Um, that being said, really, again, I come back to the fact there's so many innovators, there's so many architects that are building in this space that provide real world value and real world utility. And and picture picture this, really, I'm excited to hear and learn more about. But Zainab, let's go ahead and start with kind of the backstory. Like, how how did what was your first exposure to to blockchain? What was your first exposure to kind of you know art, almost in general, that you wanted this to be a career for yourself?
2: Uh, Sure, let's start with my first exposure to art. Uh, It was as a very young child um, because my parents, my family, they were in art, more uh, antiques and uh, what was being uh, sold and collected back then in Turkey, where I'm from, Istanbul. And um, I was really brought up in a very... Uh, cultivating atmosphere when it comes to you know we had a lot of uh, artists always on the dinner table so it was very natural for me to go ahead and do curation um, at Central Saint Martins and uh, continue there on with my career as a curator and um, as uh, a personality that really is uh, interested in what's next and uh, what's uh, the next uh, big uh, utility that we can use towards changing uh, the the dynamics within our our sphere uh, I naturally came across uh, during the pandemic I came across Clubhouse uh, which was uh, how I actually got into the conversation uh, and got into the know uh, about blockchain and um, I was very curious I realized there was a lot of uh, reading to do I realized there was a lot of uh, learning to be done so uh, I believe that uh, you learn best when you uh, when you're Actually, working within um, within uh, the atmosphere of uh, whatever uh, you immersion, want immersion yes, learning. Exactly. So um, this brought me to a career scape where I wanted to start working with a company, but I really I was a bit um, wary towards the startups because, uh, as we know now, there are lots of um, balloon projects. So. Um, it was a very big uh, stro- stroke of luck that I was introduced to Picture This. And Picture This is uh, different from a lot of startups because it's um, it's uh, kind of linked with the world's biggest photography museum. So it has a real-life presence uh, to it. That really actually gave me some... Um, Kind of trust uh, towards the company, and uh, so I decided to embark my adventure on Web three and blockchain uh, together with with the picture this family, um, and that's what brought me
1: here. That, that, that's awesome. So you know, again, starting with you know. Uh, the love of the culture and, and kind of, you know, what artwork brings. Um, and we've, mm-hmm. we've seen so many people try to, to kind of help attack the problem of, 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 uh, distributing, you know, arts, uh, helping artists, you know, realize and monetize their works. Um, mm-hmm. so, so kind of run through kind of how picture this, you know, give me the elevator pitch for how this picture this works. Um, and, and why artists really should be taking a good look at it.
2: Well, Picture This is um, a photography NFT platform, a digital photography platform. And um, we are here to consolidate the photography market. Uh, we are a digital platform, but we sell um, NFTs, we sell um, fine art editions, we sell fine arts. And we really try to uh, take in the whole scope to be a one-stop uh, photography platform. Our founders um, are the founders of the l- world's largest photography museum. Um, they're Per and Jan Broman, co uh, founders, and our team includes a lot of members that have dedicated their lives towards the photography genre. Uh, for example, we have the founders of Berlin Photo Week. We have curators like myself that really specialize in the genre. And um, what we take first and what we put first is the story and the 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 quality of the work behind the photography Uh, our notion within web3 is to kind of start experimenting with photography to not only see it as photography alone but to uh, explore the relationships that photography and arts may have with the gaming and web3 communities so i think that's very interesting uh, and very differentiating uh, us as a photography platform to the rest of the to the rest of the platforms
1: yeah so so looking you know at your website right now um, picture this. Art. Yes. You're also very interested in not not just uh you know the the art, but you want to know the backstory to the artist. Definitely. Um. So understanding again, same same thing we just did with you. We under- want to understand where you came from, mm-hmm. why we should even listen to you. You know, a, a, a picture is, is worth you know the same thing a thousand words. So the idea that that you want to have people connect with uh just the artist connected with that art um is not a dissimilar thing from Instagram and and a bunch of other platforms. So clearly, you guys are are utilizing blockchain to to ensure royalties and everything else are going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk talk through kind of the process of because you there's a lot of things you can buy. Uh, it looks like on, on your site there's a lot of things for sale. Uh, talk about how that that kind of works with you guys. Well,
2: um, on the NFT, uh, on the NFT side, uh, we are onboarding a lot of traditional photographers uh, for the first time, and they're releasing their first ever NFTs with. With our platform, so this requires a lot of cultivation to begin with, and a lot of education to the photographers towards why uh, they should be participating in the this space, and why they should be um, transitioning their artworks onto NFT, and how they should be kept, uh, or uh, how they should uh, structure their jobs. So this is from A to Z, uh, a process where we work very closely with the artist and. Um, you know differently to the other uh, projects that uh, we can see as nfts the big uh, pfp projects that really are released in bunches and the 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 big uh, let's say very popular projects we are quite slow uh, with the nfts that we launch and with our drops so we take each drop as if we would curate a museum collection and we would uh, we actually spend a lot of time and effort uh kind of um bringing the whole story together and to, uh, we don't just Get a bunch of IPs for photographers and just transition it onto uh, the platform. We actually do a large. We have a large selection process, and um, it's it's quite um, it's quite interesting because we're also working with a lot of uh, Web three photographers, so NFT photographers that are not really uh that haven't been accredited by the general uh art scene if i can say because uh, as you may know the art world is very elitist and the web3 space has uh, no no tolerance for elitism and it's a much more democratic space so this is the spirit that we're trying to kind of ensure that you will find with picture this because we are only uh, choosing uh, the works that we feature on our platform with the quality of the work and the story behind. So we're trying to kind of break that boundary that uh, you can you usually see within the within the art scene. Another thing is photography as a genre is, I think, the most um, adaptable uh, art form to NFTs, because it is already digital um, and it's already uh, something that is, uh, you know, if if you print a photograph, that's when you have something uh, tangible. But, uh, you know, there are so many photographers that have masterpieces that haven't been, uh, you know, made physical. So I think this is really changing the, the future for photography.
1: That's, and that's really amazing. So I, and you didn't know this. So I'm, I'm a rabid, uh, amateur photographer. And when I say amateur, it's only because I never, I never, I never sell anything. Um, so I have, you know multiple decades of of photos that I've spent, you know, carrying, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of camera equipment around the world with myself, you know, underwater and, and all, all over the place that I, you know, I print for myself. Um, but but I would never dream of, you know, going out and doing anything because to me, the the fear is always that theft. Like it would it would kind of, you know, I enjoy what I have. I put, you know, a couple of random things on Instagram. I, I did that a few years ago. Um and then when I started to see people just just stealing it, um I, I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, these are for the, my, my enjoyment and for others' enjoyment. And when as soon as kind of there was copyright issues, um, you know, where I've seen my artwork come up on, on other people's sites or being used for ads, um, I, I stopped. So, you know, how, how do you guys manage a little bit of that? Because the digital, you know, digital art side of things, um, NFTs can provide a lot of... Uh, Know, access and and um, protection, but in the same sense, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how that 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 file is loaded out there, um, you know, t- tell me how how that works for copyright protection for for well, This
2: is, I think, this is a very um an old conversation from even before when NFTs were launched. It's, it's just exactly the same as the oh, phenomenon yeah. of of um what. The original work is and the phenomenon of the copies so uh just imagine the mona lisa being printed everywhere but there is only one uh, real original mona lisa so this is a very large actually kind of philosophical debate about the the value of the original work and the value of the uh, the copyright of the work so i think nfts have okay. brought up this subject to uh the uh, to, so everyone's actually started talking about this and that's the right safe click um mentality and you know there are lots of ways to kind of protect uh within the smart contract uh what the end user can uh do at the end of the day with this artwork can they duplicate it can they use it uh commercially this that so for us we always protect uh protect the artists and the artists con uh, content that they have so we we have a special smart contract that uh, is kind of um created in in protection uh, towards the artist and i would say that um the resolutions are always um uh, very much to do with the to do with this conversation so we would um upload a certain resolution uh, as an nft and then if the end user or end buyer wants to put it on a larger screen or wants to have it um, you know in a larger pixel format, we would always have a, um, a kind of understanding and let them have an agreement with us that they will not reproduce.
1: okay, so that so that's very interesting. so what so when you're um, just correct me if I'm wrong on this mm-hmm. so i I buy uh, an art a photograph a photograph on your sites. Um, and you're going to give me kind of a, a medium resolution JPEG just so I have it, it's there, it exists. But if I say I, I need, you know, I want to put it on this, you know, a, a 90 inch TV on my wall to display it, then I simply reach out to you guys who facilitated to reach out to the picture of this and you guys can provide me with a higher resolution artwork. It's private to me. I can use it, but it's going to probably come with some copyright restrictions, meaning that if I sell that NFT, that I I no longer have the rights to that high resolution. uh,
2: Definitely. Exactly. But we don't provide medium, medium. um, We we provide a generic uh, uh, size resolution, but if you want it even in a higher resolution, uh, you could reach out to picture this and um and we could send over a higher resolution file yep
1: so you guys are very hands-on with this so you you are yes. more a traditional art gallery utilizing nfts than you are an nft platform for you know pretending to be an art gallery
2: well, I wouldn't say we're a traditional art gallery either. I would say we are a okay. platform, almost a, a world where it's not only the products we provide, but it's also a, a lot of um, a place where you could go just as a photography lover, someone who doesn't want to buy but just wants to learn, because we have a lot of um, programs where we're looking to cultivate and educate our our viewers and. Um, basically we have a great board of directors and we have a great ambassadors program with very important names in the photography uh, photography world where you know we we launch master classes for young photographers and we allow them to have a, wow. a bridge of communication uh, between them so we really want to be um, a world of photography we aim to be a world of photography that is using the blockchain technology and what the blockchain technology offers uh, to our benefit and to our photographers'
1: benefit. No, that's fabulous. So again, it's you're you're really pushing forward a medium, and you guys are exclusively photographs. So no, yes, no paintings, art. no movies.
2: No, but the, that's I, the, and, that's and, and and the thing. And, um, Sorry, uh, I think we have latency, but no, that's the thing. It's, it's strictly photography. But for example, during NFT NYC, we just launched our, our collaboration with the sandbox. And as you said, we're looking to push the medium forward by collaborating with different genres. So for example, I, I can give an example from what we're doing with the sandbox. So it can maybe make some sense towards what we're doing. Uh, so we're, um, we're, We've launched a project, and this is a project uh, as an open call to all voxel artists on the sandbox. And these voxel artists will be submitting their own artworks uh, later to be collaborating with the picture this photographers to create artworks together. So we're really looking to push the limits and the borders towards what photographers can do to collaborate with uh, the Web3 community, the gaming community. We'll be launching our photography NFTs as. NFTs that are in game that have in game uses within the metaverse starting with the sandbox. So this is like kind of experimenting. Wait, wait,
1: talk talk me through that. Yes. I, I, yeah I want to I want to hear yeah. about about uh, talk talk me through what that looks like.
2: So basically um what what the metaverse offers us and what the metaverse offers um artists is um is a, a chance to look at the utility and of their artworks in a different way than they would if they were just doing a gallery show or if they were just doing an online exhibition uh, we are now launching our Our photography NFT collections, um, as um, NFTs, voxelized NFTs on the sandbox. And uh, the sandbox gamers and players will be able to buy these artworks and kind of place them within the game uh, so that we can use gamification to kind of um, showcase our artworks. Another great thing is, which I I actually find very interesting as a curator, is that we will be able to use in our spaces and in our galleries on the metaverse um, gamification to curate so we imagine entering a metaverse space and uh, you have um, you have signals towards which artwork you should see next Uh, and if you unlock uh, the the artwork by going and seeing, uh, viewing the artwork, you're then allowed to access the second part of the exhibition so these kind of different ways of use casing um, what the metaverse and the blockchain technology has and game, gaming has to offer we're creating an experience for the viewers
1: that's amazing yeah. um, and I think it's really interesting again you're, you're- Going past the Web 2 interfaces, and so you're you're kind of a Web 2.5 project, is the way I would refer to you guys, because you've got uh, an amazing you know website with all of your artwork and lots of things to do there. Um, but you're utilizing Web 3 technologies along the way, so you're not fully on chain because um, you do sell you do sell the traditional traditional manner as well. It looks like. Um, how how long has a uh, picture this been around, and, and what are sales like, and, and kind of what's what a few of the stats?
2: Well, we've launched. Uh our first uh, drop in March uh, during the Venice Biennale and uh, we had a great exhibition uh, with the Norwegian artist Christian Hugge uh, in Venice and that was actually kind of representing uh, our stand as a as a company and as picture this because as you said we're looking to bridge the two worlds and the art world is very web too at the moment and to kind of um you know we don't believe one will replace the other um you know real life um touch feel will never disappear but we have to embrace that this new technology has a lot to offer so we're 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 creating nft exhibitions uh during art fairs uh during big biennale events uh, so that we can actually introduce and have accepted the the nft artists towards the the traditional collectors and vice versa and our our sales are going pretty well actually um it's a combination of nft collectors and uh traditional collectors so we're getting actually where we want to be uh so we're it's i think it i would say equal kind of interest from both groups
1: That's awesome. That's amazing. So let's expand a little bit to the overall kind of NFT, you know, and and marketplace. There's a number of competitors that are, that are doing this. We've talked to a number of of them as well. Mm -hmm. How, how do you see, um, you know, really over the next couple of years as the space evolves and, and Web3 becomes more mainstream? Do you see that, um, you know, Artists kind of link using this as as the way that they sell uh, their projects. So they're still promoting on LinkedIn. They're still over on on a variety of sources. Are they linking back to you, um, or are you guys going to try to to go out with your own platform to to be a, a browser and kind of a search tool for art?
2: Definitely, that's our end goal. We want to be our own platform and browser towards uh, photography only so this is our biggest promise we will never uh kind of expand uh our niche we will always be a photography platform and what we see with a lot of our competitors which we actually you know really look up to and uh really find very successful including quantum obscura um a lot of the photography platforms have now kind of branched out into fashion into art and you know really left the niche uh so that's one thing that i think uh, would would um separate our future plans is that we're always looking to collaborate, we're always, so for example, we're collaborating with um, a lot of different um, NFT platforms at the moment, including we have now a collaboration with Known Origin that is coming towards uh, December and we'll be launching an interesting um, IRL activation during Miami Art Basel. So if you guys are there, we'll definitely want to see you there.
1: Um, oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, we'll, yeah, there'll definitely be a few of us at Art, at Art Basel. Yeah,
2: so... Uh, um, t- t- yeah. T-
1: Go ahead. <laughs> oh, so a couple of questions I have is yeah. um no worries, a little bit of lag here, because you're halfway around the world. Yeah. the um so when we talk about photography, and this is a subject like I said I'm relatively uh, you know up to date on. um we also I also own a marketing company, so we've got you know dozens of cameras and photographers. When we talk about you know photography art, you know, there's a there's a few kind of ways that people look at this. Some people say if the image is the image, it doesn't matter how it was created, you know, taking a picture on an iPhone, if it brings emotion, then people like it. But then there's the 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 truest, the fine artist that, you know, it has to be captured uh, on purpose, it has to have, you know, that the depth and the story behind, you know, why it was captured and and, and generally it has to be on a much higher resolution uh, you know, camera than, than you're gonna get on a, a traditional, you know, smartphone. I don't care how many pixels it has. You know, do you guys differentiate between between kind of snapshots um, and, and kind of that true fine art world, or do you just go after the image and the emotion? Uh,
2: I would say we definitely go after the image, the emotion, the idea, and the story behind. So um, the technique is each to his own. Uh, each artist has their own way of capturing a work, and this is a big debate and very um Subjective in one point uh, to each; it's their own uh, kind of uh, way that they will realize and create a, the the final masterpiece of an artwork. So some photographers may take a thousand uh, captures before they find the one, and some may just take one, and that's the way they work. So you know, this is very much a personal uh, and case by case scenario. So I don't think we have that kind of a bias as into how they how they uh, you know work
1: what they do. So, and I, yeah. I see that uh, you guys will also produce prints. And so that's one of the most important yeah. things is, you know, I love digital. I think it's great. It's very handy. You can, you know, I can show off my, my photographs anywhere I want. Um, but mm-hmm. but that's good. It gets back to the the uh, smartphone versus the larger medium cameras. Um, that true fine art, you know, needs to be blown up and needs to be, you know, seen and, and kind of here's the rendering uh, outside of the screen. So when you guys are going to uh, these art fairs, are you just using uh, digital art, a TV? Or are you actually printing these uh, in a traditional manner?
2: Well, um, I'm, I'd like to quote Whale Shark on this. So what he said was that the reason why we were the most interesting photography platform that he saw is that we have a we have a spectrum. So yes, we we have. Uh, like fine art photography exhibitions with no digital as well we have karma exhibitions where we use both and we have exhibitions where we just use screens and digitals um so it's it's a mixture of all and this is what we're really trying to uh, vet for actually that it's not it's not one or the other it's all
1: no, I, again, I, I think it's fabulous that you guys are adapting because there's a lot of people that are still stuck in, you know, it has to be this way. There's no change. And so the fact that you guys are integrating, you know, NFTs and, and blockchain technology as well as, um, you know, leaving digital art in its, mm-hmm. in its digital format, um, is, is very interesting at, at from, especially from an ownership and investment perspective. Um, you know, let's talk about kind of the overall, you know, what you saw at, at, at you were at NYC NFT or NFT NYC? NFT NYC. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, it was... Yeah.
1: Well, it was what, a- what was that experience like?
2: <laughs> that was actually, it was very hectic, uh, a lot of fun. And uh, it was interesting to, um, so we we launched and we showcased our, our projects uh, with the sandbox uh, during NFT NYC. And that was it got so much uh, eyeballs on it that i was kind of amazed and i was on stage you know i'm not a a big stage person but um it was very welcoming and the biggest difference i difference i see because i've been going to art fairs for maybe like 15 years now i'm visiting the main ones all over and the biggest difference is i see is that It's so much more welcoming of an atmosphere, the Web3 atmosphere and the NFT um, community are so much more welcoming, forgiving uh, mistakes, uh, anything. So I think it's a much more, um, it's it's a high positive energy uh, atmosphere that it is and the people as well. Very welcoming, very democratic, as I said, and uh, very eventful. So they know how to party. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I, I absolutely loved the week that I was there.
1: That's fabulous to hear. you know yeah. and and really, it's I will echo what you just said. The web three communities are easily some of the most welcoming I have ever seen in any asset class I've been in before. Um you know when you talk about web one, web two or or kind of really any other fintech related uh, investments, um. Generally, they're very closed door. You know they, what they're working on. They work in stealth. They don't want to talk about it. They're not going to be there to offer help. You know, everyone's kind of against each other. And and Web three is exactly, exactly kind of a lot of the experience that I, that you've had, I've had as well. Meaning that what you're doing is really cool. I'm doing something similar. Let's talk through that so we can we can help with the adoption and the growth. So, um, Zainab again let's pretend that i'm actually a photographer worth talking about and any of my images are are worth displaying i'm
2: sure you are what would be by the, the pro-
1: way <laughs> oh no, listen don't don't say that yet um but but it, assuming that i am what what would the process look like for myself as a photographer to engage uh, picture this to represent me as as uh you know as an agent i guess
2: so we have an artistic board and we would first have to uh, take your work and your portfolio uh, upon our artistic board. And once the votes are finalized uh, and you've been chosen as an artist and we, we really we do a kind of um, blind uh, our artistic preference. So we really don't, we try not to look at the history behind the work, we try not to look at which museum shows they've been in, and we try to look at the work itself and the story itself while choosing. And uh, so once you've passed uh, the artistic board, uh, you would have a, a two-hour meeting with, with our team to look through uh, your archive okay and decide on which works should be and why they should be uh, transferred and transitioned as nfts then we would decide whether we create one uh, one um, twin asset nfts which are the nfts that are directly transferred uh, as uh, the photograph as it is or we should Uh, use digital effects and work collaboratively with one of our digital artists to create and layer onto your work and make it come alive, uh, so to say. So that would be our process. We would start the job planning, we would have uh, some uh, curatorial context and text uh, work done and uh, basically decide on a pricing structure, um, and put you on our calendar uh, as our next uh, photography job. I,
1: I, I am willing to go through the process Knowing I will most likely be rejected, um, but yeah. I just I am really curious about this because I know there's so many people, and for anyone who's you know carries around these massive cameras like I do, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, everyone's like, oh my gosh, these are great images. You should sell these. This is you know everyone would buy these. And my answer is like, no one, no one will ever buy these things. It's 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 a hobby. It's a sickness of mine. I do this for fun, um, and and so I I always have been curious about this, and I think this is a really interesting way for for people to kind of say. Is this is this worth it or not and I, I love the idea of, of kind of collaborative voting um, people wanting to see and, and look at these things here I tell you what we're gonna just because we're having fun um, oh, it's, yeah. my screen's not set up here I was gonna say I'll, I'll show you some of my stuff and you can tell me if it's worth it uh, except you're not, Apple we'll do that offline because my oh, uh, my this computers to. not set up for it yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take care of that but yeah. you know really um, I, I love the idea of, of again it's 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 not just one or two people it's it's a group um and, and kind of using that decentralized you know a, autonomous you know kind of organization so almost like a dao um you know creating that 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 group that group feel so i love mm-hmm. that and then what's the um you know it, if you're accepted what's what's Definitely. the onboarding process look like for on, for kind of ongoing uh, pictures
2: Um, the onboarding process uh, is, it looks like um, basically we have a group, so for the younger photographers and for, not for the uh, the OGs and not for the the very established photographers that we have uh, in a picture this like we have names like Sebastiao Salgado, so we can't really teach him anything there, uh, but... Uh, for the younger photographers we have a group of experts we have a group of curators and we have a group of ambassadors that we create workshops with for for these photographers so it's a lot of learning uh, that is done and we we actually want to provide a lot to kind of further them in their careers while we're onboarding them so not only create a drop and then look for the sales we actually want to make a difference with this photographer's career and see what kind of an aspect in his Uh, in his artistic career that he hasn't what path that he wants to take that maybe we could provide him through uh, experts um, our experts and the great big artists that he could collaborate with another thing is we we believe that uh, you know we we want to partner our artists with big um, with big communities, so I think that's the most important uh, within Web3. So when we look at an artist, we think about what kind of a collaboration we can create with uh, with a Web3 community for this artist. So now we have a we have an upcoming drop with one of China's biggest photographers, Chen Man, and she's a fashion photographer. She was worked with Vogue, with Kusama, with Rihanna, so she's a big, she has a huge following. So we're looking now, and we've decided, but I cannot say that we're going to be partnering up with a big brand uh, to kind of promote um, promote the drop and create something collaborative. So this is a space where we kind of we kind of look to bring the best in uh, the the collection and the best in the artist, and emphasize what whatever uh, we think is most necessary within the drop.
1: Love it, love it, love it, love yeah. it. That was a that was perfect. Yeah. So so jumping into the final section, you 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 were at uh, NFT NYC. You're traveling around all these art galleries. Yeah. You're you you know playing around with new mediums of of, of ownership. Uh, what's anything cool that you've seen that just you think anyone listening to you that really liked uh, a picture of this would would find interesting as well?
2: Well, something a cool project I've seen is. Um, is actually a gener- uh, generative art and digital arts uh, collection. Uh, it's by um, Pablo Rodriguez Fraile, and he's one of the biggest collectors for uh, for digital arts, and uh, blue-chip digital art And uh, I love the way that he kind of collaborated with Mokta, uh, with Serena Tabachi to... Uh, create a big exhibition in Florence in the Palazzo Strozzi, uh, where Arturo Galantino, who is the the director of the the big uh, museum where you see everything from Donatello to kind of the masterpieces in art, that he he offered a large section for uh, for Pablo's digital NFT art collection, and I really thought that was very strong, and uh, I thought that that really made a um, it, it was a it was a great uh, support that the big institution gave towards this digital art collection. I could say it's a milestone.
1: You know what? And and we interviewed Pablo uh, really just a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. And so I absolutely agree. Do, doing some fabulous work in the space. And, and again, I love seeing um, you know, a lot of the the PFP projects, the profile picture garbage, randomly generated, you know, stuff is just so bad. And I think that people, you know, a lot of a lot of old, you know, maybe older people, um, we want something that actually some thought and energy went into. Mm-hmm. And the idea around you know being able to own a piece of fine art on chain that is verified to act as a profile picture, to act as my image, um, is is kind of something I appreciate a little bit more than just you know a couple lines of code that randomly generated yeah. a few characters. There's nothing wrong. With either approach, but clearly there's a market for this, and I absolutely love that that thought of it. And um, really, again, uh, Zainab, I appreciate you coming by. Um, at, for anyone that is interested in uh, picture this and, and wants to kind of go through the process you just talked about, either as a photographer or uh, to to start acquiring some art, what's the best ways to get a hold of you? Uh,
2: I would say um, you can reach out to to our team, to me, uh, through our website, or uh, join our Discord server. Uh, picture this and just reach out. We'll be there. We're very responsive and um, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Up. Thank you. All you YWailers out there that have you've been taking pictures all over the world for these years. Um, you know, there it looks like there's a good use case here with uh, with Up and picture this. So thank you so much. Up don't go anywhere. For the rest of you guys, take care. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Y Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbach, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner, with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. Y is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywhales.com. YWales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by Truthwork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.